Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the show, and today we're talking with our friends from Steered Straight. Darla DeLeon is here, and uh, got a lot to talk about uh, going on not only with the organization, but uh, the stores are doing well, and it's Christmas time, so you'll need to uh, stay tuned for some great deals and uh, things of that nature to talk about. Darla, how are you? I am so blessed today. Awesome. I appreciate you having me here today again. Yeah. Uh, we love coming to this station. We love the station. We love what it stands for. So glad to be here. Well, great. That's, that's awesome. We are always glad to help spread the word uh, of the great work that goes on here by your organization and, and others, and not only here, but across the, uh, across the country. Michael is uh, definitely making up for lost time with COVID <laughs> and traveling, isn't he? Yes, he is. He was home for three days. Um, he has been to Washington, to California, flew to New York, uh, back to California, went to Michigan, and Montana. Now, today, he's local, to- well, I say local, but he's in Owensboro, Kentucky, speak- speaking to youth out there, the parents and the staff. Well, he so. didn't have to get on a plane for that one. No, he <laughs> got to drive last night. He went last night and stayed over, so he loves it. He, he uh, That's his motivation. The kids are his motivation. Um, we know the CDC came out uh, last week with data that over 100,000 people in one year overdosed from alcohol, drugs, you know, together, combined. That's the highest number we have ever seen in one year. The year before, it was 72,000. Wow. So it jumped, what, almost 30,000 Yeah, yeah. Year? And it's because of COVID. It's because people were pushed back into their homes. That closet alcoholic is no longer a closet alcoholic, and they're full-blown, you know, in addiction. And... They don't really realize it, you know, and their kids are there and they see it and they don't really understand it or how to help. So it's it's hard. And, you know, alcohol is still a really big issue with people, whether it's kids or whether it's their parents. So I, I actually lost my dad to alcoholism in 2010. He drank from um, the time I was a little child until um, I put him in the ground. Wow. So people, you know, people just don't think that because it's legal, people don't think that alcohol can kill you. But I'm here to tell you that it can. And it, it's hard for me this time of the year because, you know, my daddy was Mr. Christmas. He was Santa Claus. He played Santa Claus many, many times um, as as a child. You know, I sat on his lap to take a picture with Santa. You know, we'd have all kinds of people come over and take their pictures with Santa. He was Santa at the Christmas plays and all that stuff. But um, it's hard because... That could have been prevented. I tried three different times to put my dad in treatment myself um, from the age I was 18 to I was about 25. He got clean for about five years. Um, and for whatever reason, in November of 2009, he relapsed. Nobody knows why. Couldn't tell anything. But um, that was hard for me. And I was the last person he talked to in March on March the 9th of <clears throat> 2010. And... He called me his princess, and we hung up the phone, and the next call I got was at 11.30 in the morning the next day. And then he was no longer with you? No, he had been gone for, he. they timed, the coroner said that he had been gone about a half an hour after we hung up the phone. Wow. 
yeah so that's how god works though because god gave me that last conversation with my dad i'm the middle child the only girl and so you know every girl thinks they're special to their daddy sure. so uh, he was my superhero no matter what his issues were he was always my superhero so um for me that was it's still difficult so yeah i can yeah. only imagine and uh and i wonder about with you being able to share your story how that impacts others because i, I i'm sure that there are others with with stories very similar to that where alcohol has destroyed the home but there's still a, yeah. a great love there. Of course, you know, um, a lot of times people people look at their child or they look at their spouse or they look at somebody in their family and they're just oh they're just an alcoholic, but they still love them. You know, they don't they don't unlove people. You you just don't unlove people. But I get you know I go to schools and speak too when it's needed. It's usually around around this time of the year and and around prom season and graduation and stuff like that. Uh, we were in a school in New Jersey several years ago, and um, I, I was filling in for somebody who couldn't make it, one of our speakers. And she comes down. She'd never heard my story. The counselor comes down afterward, and she's like, Darla, oh, my gosh. She said, I never knew that about you. She said, you have no idea. She said, the, the kids in this room, and the room was full, about 1,500 kids, right? And she said, the kids needed to hear this. She said, but I was watching the staff, the, the teachers in the room. She said a lot of them needed to hear that message too. Yeah. Because you don't think about it. Like I said, they're closet alcoholics. You know, they drink socially. They start drinking socially or they they think they're drinking socially when they're really not. It's harder. Um, I had a call yesterday from an old family friend who um, has a friend who has to have a drink in the morning before she before she leaves her house to go to work. Wow. And you don't think about that. You don't think about the impact on the roads for people who are driving with her. You don't think about the kid who saw her drink while they're eating their breakfast. You don't think about the spouse who is sitting over there in the corner just just crying. You don't think about those things, but they're real, and they, they happen. They're real. Darla DeLeon is here with us from Steered Straight. And when we, we have the, the holiday season here, of course, upon us, and, and you mentioned how that's hard for you and it brings back memories I, i'm sure that it does that for a lot of people and that could send them if if they're dependent on drugs or alcohol mm -hmm. could send them into uh, a situation that could be harmful to their health absolutely you know um you know alcohol does uh, in in a lot of ways and a lot of people who people who are in recovery that i've spoken to that does to lead to more illicit drugs um, smoking weed that is 100% pure THC or, you know, doing, popping a couple of pills. It also, um, it also leads to the youth that see that. They think it's okay, then they start doing it. You know, they go into your medicine cabinet on the weekend and take your Oxycontin that you have sitting there for the pain that you've had in your back for so long. They take it and you never know because it only take a couple at a time you know you know lock your lock your medicine cabinet as well and i had a, a young girl who came up to me one time after a presentation she said can i speak with you and i said of course you know we always do give a disclaimer about you know if you're hurting yourself someone's hurting you or you know you think of harming yourself then i, I have to disclose that just so you know mm. so she said well she said i don't know what to do she said i watch my dad take a drink every morning he puts it in his coffee in his thermos when he goes to work in the coal mine this was in west virginia where i'm from and uh, she said i don't know what to do 
So I said, well, first of all, it's not your fault. You have, you have no control over that situation. You have no control over what other people do. You can only control what you can control yourself. So you ha- just have to be vigilant about what you do, who you hang around with, you know, and what they get involved with that could in turn indirectly involve you. So you just have to be vigilant and know what you can do with yourself and just monitor your own thoughts and your own feelings. Talk to people about what you're going through instead of turning to a drug or an alcohol to do that. The holidays conjure up all mm-hmm. those feelings, though, yeah. right? You yeah. know, and and if if someone who has struggled with drug or alcohol abuse, sometimes that's th- those are the triggers that kind of send them back into yeah. a relapse situation. Yeah, um, as as someone who's been in the rooms, uh, I'm in recovery myself, 16 years. Um, it, this season is really hard because some people don't have family they can go be around because they have burned their bridges. They don't have family at all, so they're either uh, they live by themselves, they're homeless, or something like that. And then you have the kids who are afraid to say anything. They're afraid to say anything because their parents will knock them through the room, or you know, they're they'll be shamed or so, you know something like that. So it's hard at this time of the year. More people in December relapse than they do any other time of the year. Wow. Period. I, period. That is, yeah. Wow. That, period. Um, as somebody who's in recovery, I have a really good support system. So if you're out there and you're hearing this, if you know somebody, uh, you have somebody in your family who is struggling, please support them. You know, give them encouragement. Don't Don't put them down all the time. Give them encouragement. Lift them up because they hear it. They hear it loud and clear. They know that they have somebody in their, you know, in their support system that they can just come and say, hi, can you listen? Mm-hmm. The key is listening. It's, it's not always giving your opinion or setting them straight. It's listening. Isn't that the number one thing? It is. It is. Yeah. Um, as, as somebody, I'm getting my master's degree in uh, counseling addictions and recovery. The number one thing we need to do is listen. You know, even if somebody's just rambling, you know, they're just saying different things, they know you're listening. So listening is the key. You know, if you have somebody who's struggling, just listen. Darla, before our time gets away, uh, let's talk about Giving Tuesday. Yes. Tomorrow's a big, big day for nonprofits. Yes. So Giving Tuesday is one of the biggest uh, days of the year for nonprofits. As you know, Steer Straight has been a nonprofit for many years. Um, we rely on donations to get uh, get our speakers to and from uh, assemblies to get them lodging, uh a car rental for to get them there you know airplane rides if they need it it is crucial that we have uh, people who want to give and support our program you know in for addictions and recovery and to talk to our youth about these difficult subjects whether it be you know vaping and e-cigarettes because that's really big right now also um you know parties there's going to be a lot of parties this season you know and the kids want to drink and they want to have fun but they can do that without drugs and alcohol and it is important for us to get our mission across as far as you know being able to talk to the kids to get our speakers there we pay them you know so that they they're paid for their time so it's a really good win-win for them most of them are in recovery as well so we need your support for that to reach our kids because they need us 
And that's tomorrow. That is tomorrow. Yep. And uh, uh, it's steeredstraight.org, www.steered, straight, S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T, dot O-R-G. You can donate right on our website. And we, we are so grateful for you. Darla, let's talk about um, the uh, thrift stores because, man, it is yes. a great time of the year for that, isn't it? Oh, yes. We're so grateful for this community to for embracing us uh, and welcoming us into this community. We have a great support of customers that we see at least once a week. We have great items. We have awesome treasures for people to find that they never knew they needed you know that that uh prize that you find at our store with that you had when you were a kid i've had so many people come and say oh my gosh i was i, I had this as a five-year-old and we have there it's in pristine condition you know we support um we have a lot of people who support us um we we fund getting um our speakers to the assemblies um and then we pay for you know uh people who are homeless uh formerly incarcerated can come in and get clothing and uh, resources for shelter and things like that so it really is a big a big deal for us for christmas so all right so tell me where your where the stores are located so we actually have two they're right here in murfreesboro they're about a mile and a half apart uh one is on the right side of middle tennessee boulevard it's 845 middle tennessee boulevard and the other one is on the left of middle tennessee boulevard and also uh it's on the street that is renamed from mercury boulevard to dr martin luther king jr boulevard so it's 1007 dr martin luther king jr boulevard uh we'd love to see you this holiday season we are uh, we are ready to give you some encouragement. Uh, if you need prayer, we'll do that for you as well. So, so when when you walk into the store, I mean, give us an idea of some of the bargains that you could find there. Well, uh, my goodness, we have so much Christmas stuff right now. If you need Christmas stuff to decorate, please come. Please come. All of our Christmas is 50% off. Um, we have had uh, a lot of people donate a lot of good items over the weekend, so we, we are processing those uh, tomorrow. We're open from Tuesday through Saturday um, at our 1007 uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, and we're open Tuesday through Sunday um, at our 845 location. Both hours are from 9 to 6. Santa will be coming uh, to the 845 location uh, the middle, I think the second week of December. So if you want to come out and have your picture taken with your kids, it's absolutely free. Oh, that's great too. Yeah. So a great place to get Christmas items or if you, if you just need to um, go through and maybe replace some furniture or need to do some redecorating inside the house. I mean, you can find all kinds of items. Oh my goodness. We have been uh, so blessed because people donate such great items for us to be able to put right back into our mission. We have lots of really, really, really nice furniture, high-end furniture. And then we also have um, brand new clothing, brand new shoes, brand new household items, all those th anything that you can think of that you might need. So, Darla, give us your locations again. Yep, so uh, 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, and then 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Um, if you need to reach us, our phone number is 615-896-5730. And find out more at steeredstraight.org. Darla, thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. 
Darla DeLeon joining us here today from Steered Straight. And let me remind you, if you missed any part of the program, be sure to check WGNSRadio.com. Under Rutherford Issues, under our podcast, then Rutherford Issues, that's where you'll find our podcast of this program. Also, wherever you listen to audio, whether it's Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, we're always there. And new to Facebook podcast as well. Check it all out right there. Have a great day, everybody. See you back next time.